good vibes Stick the inside the mind of psychic mamas Good vibes Stick the inside the mind of psychic mamas Psychic mamas Your favorite psychic mamas Hi, you guys, and welcome back. Good vibes, thick thighs. I am your host, Gemini211, aka Bad Bitch Energy. And today I am really bad bitch energy. So, um, and I am here along with my co host, Roxy. I like that better. We are breaking the cycle of Roxy. All quiet. You're like, uh, do I need to hide behind the microphone? <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like it's been a while, but I feel like a lot, there's so much to like talk about and catch up on. Were you affected in any way from the Lionsgate portal? I feel like I was affected regardless with everything going on. Since the last time we recorded, it was one of my friend's heavenly birthday. It was the death anniversary of my grandpa. And then I had to bury one of my childhood friends. Your grandpa. And that's what wow. I was talking about yesterday. Yeah. Okay. And then, which we're going to talk and get into. But <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm like, okay. <laughs> I don't know. It was just a lot of reminders of death. But at the same time, it was like birth because. I was just going to say birth. <laughs> I felt so heavy. Like, And then on top of that, I was, you know, under attack by my body because I was on my period. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know if that's too much or not. <laughs> But fuck it. You were attacked by your body. That is hilarious. I love that. I totally love that. That's funny. Me personally, I was super anxious all week. Like my anxiety was ridiculously crazy. I did meet this like spiritual person that I guess when you ask the universe for help, they really send you help. So this person found me on TikTok and he's kind of just been like, a I don't want to say coincidental because I don't think anything's coincidental, but it is. But like, dude, everything I was feeling was like reassured through his messages. Like he'd, he'd message me like, Lionsgate, this is how you're going to be affected protect your energy, protect your chakras, the veils thin. I'm like all these fucking things where I'm like, I'm just here I am in life. Like, okay. <laughs> I did a lot of self-reflecting, being mad at myself for a little bit too. So it was kind of funky. And I feel like for a lot of people too, like a lot of people that I've been talking to have been all over the place and trying to get their lives good, bad. The craziest shit is that our podcasts talking about us opening up about our lives and our relationships and our healing and all that stuff. I've been working with four women that since we aired episode, the first episode about our journeys have left toxic relationships, like legitimately are like peace out to these toxicities. Like that is awesome. Yeah. And that's why I said in that first time, in that first part, like you can share your story. You don't know when or who it's going to inspire by just sure. sharing it and saying it. And that's why like, yes, it's happened and just don't be ashamed. But at the same time, if you don't feel comfortable sharing your story, then that's completely fine too. <laughs> but you know, you could email us and share your story with us and we would love to talk about it without using your name. We love emails. We always welcome emails on that. I also want to talk about like a few emails that I've been receiving and even just DMs from women that change is hard. I feel like the word change is like, it means a lot of different things to different people. Yes. I have this necklace 
that has like a saying about change, which is like one of my favorite ones. And it says like, change is beautiful for without change, there would be no butterflies. That is so crazy because um, I had to do a reflection this morning on our last episode, our relationship, talking to family members of my ex. Like it was a reflection and I almost got like, I felt the chains that I had like fully detached. Like, I mean, I was fully detached, but I'm like change. And that was my key thing. And the response to that was I had to get to a point where I needed to make a change. And I feel like for a lot of our listeners, a lot of them are still stuck in relationships or toxicity or negative self-taught, like self-thoughts and self-destruction. Cause I feel like your negativity could totally fuck your life, like keep you in this funk. Yeah. And if you're not willing to change because change is fearful, like I think we talked about this last episode, like stepping out of our relationships was fucking hard and to change the dynamic and change the dynamic of who we are for our kids. Change is scary. It is very scary, especially because you're not knowing the outcome because we could plan the outcome as much as we want, but it's not guaranteed no matter what, no matter if we pray for it whatever it's just like any outcome like the domino effect one simple change in something can make or break yeah yeah, yeah. everything it's funny how you bring up change because I recently met with my life coach who's amazing I know (laughs) I know I love all these things that we're experiencing through this podcast it's yeah so down to share with you guys and she's an avid listener so shout out to her (laughs) counting one of our plays yes exactly (laughs) but we were talking about boundaries and like toxic relationships in my last session and it came across like how would I set up boundaries or how to like break up with a friend type of relationship Mm -hmm. and it's just like at the end of the day I was just like no action I'll just leave things as it is so I too am one of those stubborn bitches that don't want to change Mm -hmm. sometimes You know what, though, but I feel like I I feel like the word change is something nonstop, like it's healing change. It's it's a topic that like no matter where we are in life, there's always going to be change. There's Mm -hmm. always going to be healing no matter fucking what, like healing never stops. And I don't think I really it glued on to me until recently where I'm like, fuck, healing is forever. It's a lifetime because we're always getting butt hurt for something. We're always getting our feelings hurt for something. And it always stems from something. I want to encourage you guys because a lot of you have reached out to me like, I'm stuck. I'm down and out or like, I don't know. Like, I'm just so attached. And the fear of change, like, it really starts with yourself. Our topic today is going to be crystals. And I'm going to, I think we could elaborate a little bit on crystals and how to heal and all these good things, but more than anything, like understanding where you are right now in your life and what changes need to be made in any aspect of your life, be willing to fight for that change. Like be willing to fight for something better. Don't settle for less, like fight or settle for less for something better there's always better out there there's always better you know it's funny because somebody said to me I guess I gotta pray harder because it's not working and it's like yeah you could pray but if you're not making any changes yours will be answered to some extent but if you're not making changes it's not like the universe is gonna say here let me grant you a million dollars but you're toxic and you're full of anger and you're a mean bitch like that's not being realistic so 
if you're praying for something and you're asking for something, you're asking for change and you don't, you're kind of in that stuck moment. I highly suggest you ask for clarity on how to change. You ask for strength to change or accept things. You know, maybe your mom's being a bitch to you, but in reality, you deserve for her to knock some sense into you, but you're just not at that open-mindedness to like, maybe I do, maybe I am fucked up. Maybe I am not reading things because I always, I had to sit with myself during that process through counseling and all that shenanigans. I think like my way is not always the right way. My ideas are not always the right ideas. So, so I love when people bring corrective criticism because it gets me out of me being the boss because I'm not always the boss. Like I need to learn to accept that I'm not always correct. So anything with change, I'm like, oh, I love it. Like, cool. Teach me. Cause I don't always know. And if I don't know how to do something, I'm like, I'm hurting your feelings. How tell me how, like, so that I could process like how I'm hurting your feelings. Yeah. I feel like it, it's taken me a lot, but I love it. That's good. Cause then you're more acceptive of it in the long run. And I mean, what's the worst that could happen? Like, It doesn't go my way. But that's why you can't have an expectation. That's what I tell a lot of you guys, you know, on TikTok. I'm like, don't expect, go on a date if you're single and you're going like meeting, trying to meet people, eat with no fucking expectation. Just go have a good time and, and see where it goes. Issue. Even with relationships and loyalty, like I expect everybody to give me the same type of loyalty and relationship and love that I give them. And it's just like, I just set myself up for some disappointments. Yep. And, and, and because not everybody, I mean, this avocado seed of a heart that I have is a fucking blessing and a curse (laughs) I say it all the fucking time so that's still that's why like we've mentioned healing is non-stop and I still feel like there's stuff I'm working on too and which is I mean you could tell with my intro like I'm coming out of my shell slowly (laughs) (laughs) voice all manly I'm Roxy (laughs) what's up I don't know. At the same time, it's just like, even like, if you see my Instagram, like before, you know, we started the podcast, it was just like, no pictures of my face. Like, <laughs> Girl, put it out there. <laughs> and it was just like, no, I'm just like, I'll keep it to myself as if I have something to keep to myself. <laughs> yeah, you have nothing to keep to yourself. But see, if you don't have an expectation, then there's, you can't get mad. You can't get happy. You can't, n- nothing could disappoint you to set you off because you're not expecting anything. You're just free spirit. Like just go in and whatever comes, comes, whether good or bad, like stand in your power. So if something bad happens, you're in your power where you're like, oh, I already have my boundaries. So it's all good. I always encourage people, like when you're doing something to change, don't have an expectation because if your expectation is not met, then guess what? You don't want to fucking try again. You were let down. You feel shitty. Your confidence just got knocked to the curb. So like, but if you have no expectation, nobody could fuck with your bubble at all. So we did Reiki on, on Roxy. So if you don't know, I do Reiki. And she popped Um, my Reiki cherry. (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) I sure did. Me being the nerd I am, I did look into it to see what I was getting myself into. You're like what it's, yeah it's basically like it started in healing schools in the 1920s in japan and then it was like introduced to the west in like the 80s and now it's kind of gone more mainstream and it's a form of energy healing that's also used as alternative medicine in some cases it's like palm healing or like hands-on healing through like universal energy 
transferred from the palms of the practitioner, the one that's performing it to the person, aka the patient that's receiving it. Mm-hmm. It is all energy. What is it like? Emotional healing? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like it's not like a doctor where we could they could just cut you open and sew you and put you back and you're all perfectly fine. Maybe you broke your leg and you're having a lot of pain. You know, a Reiki practitioner could move energy around so it lessens the pain. Maybe you have stomach issues. Maybe you have back pain. I love Reiki for people that are in a depression or people that are in a funk space where you're like, I can't get out of this funky energy because what Reiki does is it moves all your energy around. When you're in that funky state or you're in a depression, like your energy's stag. But once you get into getting Reiki done, it moves all that stag energy. So now you're not stag. Everything's flowing again. It's like your blood flow, right? Like you could stop it, cut off the circulation, and then you let the blood flow again once you let go, let the circulation go. It's definitely like I don't want you guys to take this. Like if there's an emergency, go see a doctor, go call 911. We're not doctors, but in Reiki, it definitely helps bring relaxation and healing and comfort and calmness to you through the hands of a practitioner. Kind of for me with when I do Reiki, I almost feel like if my hand is like a magnet, so it picks up all these little like particles from the person that um, I'm doing Reiki on the client, like when I put my hands over your energy, I'm absorbing all that dark funk nasty shenanigans, letting it go. So that's what brings in a lot of clarity. Um, So when I first started doing all this, like I did Reiki first, that's the first thing that I learned. And I remember going to my first session of Reiki and I seen like all these colors. I fucking felt like I was floating. Like my body was like spinning or flipping like my equilibrium. Like I had vertigo, like it was weird. Reiki is powerful. It's healing. It's humbling. It's honest. Like I I just feel like there's so many positive things with Reiki. So we did Reiki on Roxy this week. Again, I knew a little bit about Reiki before the session. Like I knew it was like, it was about energy and healing and emotions. So I thought it was just going to do like emotional healing and stuff like that. But what tripped me out and like, I wish you guys could see my face was after like I came because it's like a meditative state that you're in and then when I like came back to talk to Andrea about it the first thing she asked like do you have issues with your knees and I was like what the fuck <laughs> that's like a physical issue I have not emotional what are you doing <laughs> that's funny and that's when like I mean my I have bad knees honestly but she was like, that's a deep, dark secret. I don't tell anybody that I have bad knees. Because the first thing people think of is obviously I'm on my knees. So can- <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, now I know you're a pro. <laughs> I'm paying for it now. <laughs> but so I like basically looked into it more and it was like on top of like stress and burnouts and depression that it could help with psychological and emotional imbalances that you might have. It looks like Reiki is also used for like various like diseases and cancers and addictions or like things from like sports injuries and car accidents and everything else like that. But again, we're not professional doctors, so get the healing you need. But (laughs) this is like an alternative thing, like ongoing pain or something like this is probably something that you might want to try just to give it a try. I enjoyed the session to the point where like now I want to see and find me someone local to do it in person mm-hmm. and see yep. if that makes a difference. It does. Well, I think that like online Reiki is just as good, but 
at the same time, I always just feel like in person is so much more because it's yeah. energy absorbing. You know what I mean? Like you could, you could get the same effect by distance Reiki, but me personally, I'm just like, until I find somebody I like who could do in person that I feel very like my energy is always funky because of channeling so much. So I have, I can't just go to any beginner to do Reiki because I'm like, yeah. fuck my energy might be too powerful for you or my baggage of shit might just be too heavy just because I deal with a lot of energies throughout the day. But I suggest like, if you have never tried Reiki and you're just like, I should try Reiki. It's like a restart. So like you kind of just like restart your, your energy, you, your chakras, get realigned so you know before you do reiki your chakras are off balance certain things like that and then you get into reiki and it's like holy shit i start to feel better so during your reiki session how did you feel did you feel like obviously you were med you were meditating but like did you feel anything like funky scary i felt like tingling because again you have you can't go into it like oh this shit's not gonna work or because you're blocking it and you're basically putting up a restraint where it's not going to give you the same effect as if you were open to it so for me I was just like okay I'm open to whatever energy and healing that this is meant for me and stuff like I give consent that's a huge thing like you got to give the consent to allow it to work and stuff you can't just okay show me what you got like so I was basically like, okay, I'm giving my body consent to accept whatever needs to be accepted and stuff. And like, I had like this tingling se- sensation and I was looking at, I was seeing a lot of like teal and stuff and then water. And then there was a snake at one point and I was like, uh, what the fuck are you doing here? I'm trying to relax. <laughs> it scared me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it like made sense afterwards after you told me what you felt through it. Another thing from it was, what was it? my throat chakra being like super blocked like I needed yeah. to tell someone something like yeah. a female and I'm just like who, who was it because I don't think we ever talked about who it was I don't think I ever figured it out I think but that we, I we like I feel like you were in like a little bit of a a daze yes a daze exactly right a daze where yeah. I couldn't really like think about it clearly yeah. Yeah, because I was getting out of this like days of like, wow, (laughs) I'm on cloud nine. This is a different high I've never experienced. (laughs) Well, I felt like the I felt like the throat chakra was related to your mom, like speaking something to your mom. Like I felt a connection to your mom with your throat chakra. So maybe it's something childhood that needed to be that needs to be addressed or something Mm -hmm. that you never really told her feeling something like that. But your throat chakra was super fucked up, like. No bueno. But like, so with Reiki, it's all about crystal gridding and what crystal gridding is like using crystals geometrically. So like equal energies from north to south, east to west. So if you put a clear quartz on the north, then you need to put a clear quartz on the south. If you put a clear quartz, uh, I don't know, uh, amethyst on the, on the left, then you put an amethyst on the right. But when you do Reiki, you put crystals all over. You use so many crystals to help absorb energy, move energies. Me personally, I just use as many crystals as spirit, the universe tells me to do. Like I just mm-hmm. put them all over. And then at the end, I'm like, oh, this all makes sense. Why I put these here and why I put these here and why I put these here. It all totally makes sense. It's really wherever your body 
need certain crystals. So on, on my Instagram, if you guys are ever curious about what Reiki looks like, distance Reiki with crystals, um, I have pictures on my Instagram of like the crystal grids like that I do for Reiki and everybody's is completely different, but you could totally use crystals for everything and anything. So let's talk about crystals because I know crystals is like a huge, I feel like it's just a thing right now where everybody's like crystals, crystals. We always have like our evil eye. We have our like black tourmaline, like our protective crystals, our tiger's eye, all these things. And I remember when I first got into this, I would have crystals in my bra. And I know that a lot of you could relate. You have these crystals in your bras, you have crystals in your pockets, all your wrists are just covered with crystals. Some of you know what they're for. Some of you are just like uh, like me, where I'm like, oh, I just feel drawn to this today. I feel drawn this today. I don't really wear bracelets that match. It's all based off of energy. And I remember when I went, I was taking these classes, these spiritual classes, and I asked like the teacher, I'm like, do you have a bra full of crystals? Like, I know a lot of us girls here outside of class, we talk about how many crystals we have in our bras. I remember her telling me, do you really put that many crystals in your bra? And I'm like, yeah, like for protection, for the amethyst, for calmness, my anxiety, like, yeah, rose quartz. And she said, why would you put more trust into your crystals than you would into your spirit guides? And I'm like, wow, that was intense. Like never looked at it like that. So she says, so you're asking angels to protect you and you're asking angels for guidance and you're asking angels for all these things, but you're putting crystals in your bra because you're saying, Hey, when I leave this house, angels, I need more protection. You're not doing your job. And I'm like, Damn. So ever since then, I don't wear crystals in my bra anymore. Talk to my guides, angels and like protect me. You know, I wear my crystals on my bracelet. Um, Sometimes I'll carry crystals with me if I'm in a funk mood where I need to like, oh, I just need to carry rose quartz today because I'm fucking mad at the world to calm me down, love me, reverse my funk bitch attitude to love. Sometimes I'll go out and I'm like, "Uh, you need to carry black tourmaline or oh, you need to carry clear cord, something to protect your energy. And I'm like, okay, I listen. But for the most part, I don't really, I just feel protected by spirit. But that's awesome. I wear crystals near me when I know I'm going to go through like cross paths with someone who I know is toxic or someone who I've cut out in my life because we have mutual friends and I do it more for me than for them in a sense where like, let me contain my anger and let me carry this like rose quartz with me and like feel this self-love or let me carry this out at night and just like clear my body from like negativity before I slap a hoe. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. That is so funny. You're more violent than me, but in real life, I think I'm more violent than you. <laughs> it's them crystals I've been carrying. <laughs> they help you. They are helping you. Okay. So I have a funny story of wearing a crystal in my bra. There's a crystal called Andalusit. Is that how you say it? I've never heard of it. Maybe because it's not common. It's not. It's super not common. I went to this crystal girl who's super spiritual and she does what's called crystal RX, which is basically like she'll meet with you, get your energy, ask you a couple questions of what you're looking to heal or what you're looking to like open up and stuff like that. And then she'll end up sending you a personalized crystal prescription so to say wow with like five or six crystals of what would help you you know become achieve whatever you're yeah yeah. so I went into it with the open mind and I was like I don't know 
give me what you think I need. Like, (laughs) and I told her like, you know, I did go through, you know, an abusive relationship that sometimes it's still in the back of my head and stuff like that. So she gave me this, like my prescription of crystals, right? I did end up getting them from her. Cause like I said, some of these I never heard of and stuff. And she basically told me like, carry try carrying one with you once a week so you could get a feel for it, sleep with it type of thing and see. And then like, she also encouraged me to like take notes when I was carrying it, like the days I was carrying it and stuff. Like, how did I feel? Did it help me with like certain things? So this one crystal, which I'm probably like butchering it, Andalusite. Andalusite. (laughs) It's like a brownish type of like flat circled crystal with like, it has it looks like an x through it that's black right so it's like this dark color and it's a circle crystal that i had and it's for cleansing comforting protection it helps with the root and third eye chakra in the notes she did put like carry the heartbeat of the earth with this one it's protection grounding and stuff so i was like okay this is the first one i'm gonna work with right so i was wearing it in my bra and going about my days and stuff like that and i at night leave it on my little like either under my pillow or next to me or whatever and taking notes on how i felt and stuff during this time the boyfriend was deployed and and we only had you know video chat to talk and stuff and like with the timing and everything them being like 14 hours ahead of where I'm at and stuff it was like very rare instances where we were able to like video chat and in one instance he called and I was getting ready for bed so here I was like we were talking and I was undressing myself and when I came to take off my bra the stone came off like fell off oh yeah the color and the size it looked like my nipple just fell oh <laughs> my gosh how embarrassing <laughs> I was like, what was that? And I was like, I honestly thought my boob broke. I was oh, like, I've never seen I that crystal. It. Now I'm going to be like, I'm curious. I want to see that crystal. So that's my funny story about wearing crystals in a bra. And ever since then, I just put it in like my pocket or in my purse. <laughs> so I don't. Wait, it, it didn't break it. when it fell. It didn't break. Sometimes mine no. breaks. I'm like, mm. it didn't break or anything. That's cool. But yeah. I had totally forgot I was wearing it in my bra and I thought my nipple had just came off. <laughs> <laughs> you have some funny stories, dude. <laughs> Like there's always something funny that you have to say about something. I'm like, I need some funny stories. I have just these like mean, mean mugging stories. Like I need some funny ones like you. Okay. So like just for starters, when we talk about crystals, like we see it everywhere. The most generic crystals, amethyst, rose quartz, clear quartz, selenite. So I kind of just want to go over like maybe a few lists of crystals that are most common and what you could use them for, how to use them. You could totally use crystals to like make a grid. So like you could research what a grid is, or you could buy a crystal grid sheet, or I have like a um, a crystal grid uh, made out of stone and you could, de- you could like manifest with crystals. You could talk to your crystals. The one thing I will tell you to do is to always talk to your crystals and give them a job. You know, if it's a job to protect, then you sit there and say, hey, I'm putting you here to protect. Hey, I'm putting you here to absorb energy. I'm putting you here for whatever reason. So like tiger's eye, everybody knows tiger eye is for protection. It eliminates fear. So when you have your tiger's eye, allow it to do its job. I keep tiger's eye in my wallet for protect my money. Keep me protected. Keep my money protected you know, what comes in, what goes out, like allow me to make proper choices and not be fearful to spend money on things. I I want that good relationship with money. You know, I'm a, I'm a believer. If you save all your money and you never spend, you're not flowing, you're, you're stagging the energy. So 
flow it. Yeah. Spend money, $20 here, $40 here, $100 here. You'll get it back. You know, keep flowing. Money but, goes, money comes. Yeah. Yep. The starting crystals are like amethyst, rose quartz, citrine. Those are the most common because they're not as hard energetically. Right. Especially when you're just Calming. starting with crystals, you don't want to go into the, like the heavy crystals that have like, that carry all this energy to help with certain things because you don't know how sensitive you're going to partake in it. Yep. Very true. So like amethyst is really good for calmness. If you're angry, mad at the world, go ahead and pick up some amethyst, put it, put it in a room somewhere, carry it on you. I like to tell people always have amethyst on your desk for work. Why? Because it will soothe the energy. So if somebody's having a bad day in your office, they come into your office and the energy smooth and the amethyst absorbs that negativity. Therefore, it's not allowing that negativity to sit in your room just to like keep it calm everywhere. Keep it calm. I have it in my office and I also have it. I use it or have it near when I'm pulling cards too. What is it called? It like gives a boost to your intuition. And, you know, we were like trying to find a crystal expert to come on here. We did find one we loved, but she was in the process of moving. So maybe for season two. (laughs) Yeah, she could come on here. Fluorite is is also a good crystal. It has different, it has like three crystals in one. You could look it up. It's called fluorite. That's to help with your intuition, with readings. I use a lot of fluorite during my readings to just bring joy balance, you know, opening up your third eye. So amethyst is a really good calming, easy, I feel like crystal to deal with something that super master healer crystal too. I heard it's good for physical pain, like for like arthritis and stuff. You put it up. Oh yeah. Like where you're feeling the pain and just let it like sit there. I freaking all like super scientific because all the crystals and stones we're talking about are come from the earth. Yep. And it absorbs it. It's like an energy exchange. Citrine. Everybody knows about citrine. If citrine comes in or amethyst too, they both come in raw form. So you could get a raw form. You could get, I don't know, a polished form and it, it all does the same thing. But citrine helps with your creativity, with your money. It attracts good money, just like jade. Jade is a good crystal for luck and money. Jade, I don't think you could get in raw form, but you could definitely get a polished jade everybody has jade you know you see those elephants that are made of jade yeah lapis lazuli that's a blue crystal one yep that is for your communication for your throat chakra help you talk if you're if you're like gonna have a big speech or you have to present for school for work um maybe you have to talk to your spouse significant other i don't know but you need help and you kind of need that confidence i highly suggest lapis lazuli like it really is a powerful, powerful, it is kind of expensive. It's kind of pricey, but even if you get the smallest piece, like it will go a long way. Um, One thing I do want to tell you is like, no matter the size of crystal, it does its job just as equally. You could have yeah. like my 75 pound crystal does the same thing that my one inch amethyst does. Same shit. I have small pebble sized ones and then I have a big selenite one. Because selenite is good to cleanse crystals. Yep. It's a charging crystal. It's a charging crystal. And it also makes it, it amplifies the energy of the crystal too. Yeah. Uh, You know, I use selenite to take away my migraines. So I use, I put my selenite, I put the raw selenite over my head when I have a migraine. Even if my kids have a migraine, if my husband has a migraine, I'm like, here's the selenite stick. Leave it on your forehead. Let it absorb your energy of your headache. And I promise you it fucking works. It's like, 
crazy how instantly you could feel the energy flow of that crystal on your headache. That was the first crystal I ever got myself. And I feel like that's like the perfect beginner one. Yeah. You don't have, you don't have to cleanse it. No, you don't have to charge it. It cleanses your energy, basically. The negativity, things like that. The true form of Moldavite is so expensive, but it's the most powerful crystal. Cures anything negative, blocks any spiritual things. Like if you have, you know, spiritual issues, it instantly absorbs that, puts a powerful, like makes it, it makes a presence known in energy. So if that crystal is in your hand, if that crystal is in a room, it will dominate any other crystal in your room just because it's so powerful for protection. Just like black tourmaline. Black tourmaline is another powerful crystal for negativity, keeps uh-huh. negativity around. That's the one I have above oh. my my doorways from the entrances with the selenite. Oh, I have the same. I have black tourmaline <laughs> at, at all my doorways with selenite at all my doorways. You could even do a crystal grid on your house and with selenite and black tourmaline, put it on the four corners of your house and then say like a basic intention where like these crystals are placed in the parameters of my house to give protection of the house and like cleanse the energy within and stuff like that. Like super good crystals to have. I have so many crystals too. And I totally crystal grid my house like for energy and protection. Mm -hmm. I give all my crystals a a job. Like every single one of them has a job. Carnelian's another good one. I I didn't like Carnelian at first. I'm like, ah, the color's kind of funky. It's like a reddish yellow reddish orangish color is that I what used for money it, it could be used for money it's a grounding stone it's it's good for your creativity things like that but I was never a fan of it until late like I noticed when my energy when I need to ground I'm so attracted to carnelian when I need to ground you could put a crystal on your body to absorb energy so if you have a headache like I said I use I use the selenite stick for headaches and I also use the a moss agate Moss agate, it literally has like moss in it, like particles of moss. I put that on my forehead too to take away my headaches and like, dude, it literally works. So like if you're having stomach pain, you could put yellow crystals there, orange crystals there, just lay them on your stomach and feel the energy being exchanged from your pain in your stomach to the crystal. Keep in mind that all crystals need to be charged. Not every single one of them, but for the most part, a lot of them have to be charged. You put them out under the sun. You put them out in the moon. Some of them you cannot put in water. Some of them you can. You have to be very careful. Amethyst cannot be in the sun. So if you put an amethyst crystal next to the window, the sun will slowly absorb the color. And your amethyst won't be bright purple anymore. It'll be white. I think that's why I play it safe and just put it on my big block of selenite to charge and cleanse my crystals. You could also use sage. Yep. Sage. I cleanse mine with sage. Yeah. So like, if you want to heal any of your chakras, you just basically have to buy, get a crystal that is the color of that chakra. And you could line them up along your body to absorb. You could do a meditation with them on. You could pull them in your hand. You could meditate with citrine for money. Put, you know, put a crystal of citrine in each of your hands and meditate. Again, there's so many things we can do with crystals. I I do want to touch rose quartz really quick because that is such a huge crystal. I feel like for our podcast, like just self-love. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Love, love, love. And it doesn't mean like necessarily to bring in love, but it, it's very good to self-love. You could put yeah. um, rose quartz in, around your bathtub and light candles. You could buy a rose quartz candle. Like anything pink rose quartz is when you're depressed is a great, great, great tool. This is just like the tip of what crystals can do. Yeah. It's like you go into like a freaking rabbit hole of yes. like knowledge when it comes to crystal. Kind of like I did with Reiki where it was just like, what the fuck? Yeah, so go into it. Tell me about like knees and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> if you're thinking about crystals and you're like, I don't know where to start. I don't know what to do. My suggestion is to go, whether you shop online, you go into a crystal shop or a spiritual shop, buy whatever color crystal you're drawn to. Don't focus on what property of it is by the color by uh, buy it based off what you're attracted to by color then you could come home and research what you bought and I guarantee you that once you go home and do the research you're gonna be like holy shit I picked up this crystal because this is my energy right now I picked up this crystal because this is my energy right now it's it's a lot better than like reading what the description is and saying oh that's me oh that's me because sometimes I just feel like the universe is like yeah, that's you, but you need to work on this. You might yeah. be, you might totally pass up rose quartz because you're like, I don't need self-love. I need money. But the universe is like, uh, you should have picked up the rose quartz. So I like to just tell people, my suggestion is walk into a crystal shop, shop online for colors, what you're drawn to, and then research what they do and what how they can help you. And you will be surprised. There's a book called uh, Healing Crystals. And it, it basically is like, a book that goes into detail on crystals, how to use them, how to cleanse them, grids to use, like how to use them for physical pain and stuff. Like it's crazy. This book has it all right. And so this, there's a section where it talks about crystal healing starter kit. I'm going to go over it a little bit just to see, like, if you guys are interested, you guys know what to get for it. It's called a 21 day crystal healing plans. And it's basically when you want to move forward and open your heart, open your mind and open yourself to new possibilities that you might be blocked from because of the way you're feeling or the way like the funk you're in so it takes three crystals which we've already talked about the first one is rose quartz which is the love crystal the second one is clear quartz which is the universal healer and then the third one is amethyst the amethyst amethyst <laughs> amethyst which is the master transformer in the first week so this is a 21 week cycle right cleansing period and you want to Basically, like I mentioned before, keep like a little journal, note down how you feel with each crystal. So for the first week, you're just going to want to carry around with you the, the rose quartz, which is the love crystal, because you're you want to start this cleansing period with a sense of self-love and support while you're going into this vulnerable state of bringing down your barriers and blockages and opening yourself ready for you know, to level up during the first week, carry the rose quartz with you and take notes on how you feel and just be open and feel that expression of love with it and know how you're feeling and how you react to certain things that you're carrying this love stone with you. In the second week, you're going to want to carry your rose quartz, but you're going to want to add on the clear quartz, which is a universal healer. And you want to add this and you could basically, if they come in necklaces added or, you know, like we meant your bra, put it in your pocket, just carry it in a pouch with you as long as it's carried around with you. Right. So for the second week, you're going to carry your rose quartz and add on the clear quartz. The clear quartz is going to be used to filter any negative energy. And it also promotes self-healing in all levels, physical, emotional, and mental. During the second week, you're carrying both crystals and then you're writing down how you're feeling and stuff like that. Then for the last week, 
the third week, that's when you're going to add the amethyst, which is the master transformer crystal. It's called the master transformer because it does transform like the negative energy into positive energy from all like your body, your mind and your spirit. You're going to add that to your little pouch or everything along with the clear quartz and the rose quartz on there your last week and see how you're feeling after that. And that's would complete your 21 day crystal healing cleanse. But during this 21 days, you still have to remember to charge these crystals when you need to and cleanse them using sage and stuff because these crystals are basically taking your energy and like diffusing it and returning it back to you to promote self-love, self-healing or positivity. So it's crazy how it could work and stuff. <laughs> I know the next question people are going to ask is, how do you know when to charge your crystals? Like, I don't feel like you have to charge your rose quartz every two days or you have to charge your adventurine every day. If you give it a job, once it's done with its job, you could you could charge it. If you're manifesting with it, you basically you hold the crystal and you give it an intention. Like I, every time I hold you crystal, I bring you with, bring me, bring you with me. I attract money. I attract finances. I attract wealth. I attract luck. Once you get that luck or that money, cool. It did its job. Thank you. And you could recharge it. Maybe there's a powerful moon. Maybe there's a full moon, a new moon and go put your crystals out. You could even bury it in the dirt. Yeah, when you're done with that. Back it. to Mother Earth. So in one of this, the shops out here, the small little shops out here where they have, they sell crystals, I remember asking the lady, because this was before I even started on my own, you know, spiritual journey or whatever, but I just felt drawn to like amethyst, the purple one, because it was the bracelet of it, because it was going to promote, like, it helps with anxiety. I remember asking her, like, how do I use it? Like, when will it work type of thing? Like, I want answers now. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> She basically said like, okay, the crystals I was, I was grabbing to purchase and the crystal bracelet I was getting, she was like, you need to make sure you cleanse it before you start using it for yourself because you don't know what energy it's been around or anything like that. So what she recommended for me was because I didn't want to wait for a full moon. I didn't want to, you know, do it under sunlight or wait under the night or whatever. So what she recommended to me, which might help you guys was like, with sage or palo santo like you light it up and like the little like smoky stuff that comes out of it pass your crystal through it and just say like i release any energy that's not meant for me from this crystal and take it and give it back to the universe where it belongs to whoever it belongs yeah like you can even do that with yourself too. put some sage around you and say the same thing yeah absolutely (laughs) and you're basically setting like that intention or like mini spell where it like cleanses the crystal and it gets it ready for you. So that's like what I say when I do cleanse my crystals and I don't want to wait for a full moon or like stuff like that. I'll end up doing that. And like, I grab each crystal and like, remember to thank it because it's basically it's there to help you. Mm -hmm. They really are. Crystals are just so powerful. They could do so many different things. It's just a matter of, you know, you allowing it to do its job for you and you're right cleanse your crystals especially if you buy it where if you buy it from somebody because you know if you think about it we all touch these crystals we all go to the same we all go to stores and shop and then we're like oh do i want this and now i'll put it back well you just picked that crystal just picked up that energy from that person so you definitely want to cleanse your crystals anytime i even cleanse mine before i use them like 
Mm-hmm. They could be sitting and chilling on my desk or in the living room, wherever. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I need to cleanse you. I haven't used you in a while. Like, let's put you through some smoke, some Palo Santo. Let's put you through some sage. Or I have a, the Gemini 211 um, protection spray, and I'll just spray my crystals. Like, I cleanse you. I remove any negativity or anything that doesn't belong here. Um, There's some that are even good with pets. I know you've yeah. used them on your, on your I use <laughs> I use amethyst on my dogs. Um, I use adventurine on my dogs. I use clear quartz. They are just so <laughs> hyper. I'm like, fucking relax. I'm going to do Reiki on you. And it's crazy because my dogs will let me do Reiki. Crystals with pets go a long, long way. You just have to be willing to try. We could pro- we'll probably do another episode on crystals. If you guys have any questions, anything you want to know about crystals that we did not touch, don't hesitate to reach out, whether it's through DM, whether it's through email. Um, our email is linked to our Instagram. And we're also on Facebook too now. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I don't do Facebook. <laughs> that proxies thing so but message us like we totally want to be able to answer questions and help you guys out maybe you're like hey i don't know how to use crystals for a breakup or Mm -hmm. how to manifest fully with the crystal like totally hit us up message us we're always open to messages so is there anything else you want to add i have gifted crystals to friends before and i've read somewhere where like when you exchange crystals with a friend you're basically forever connected to them Oh, like it's like this sense of like, you know, you mean this much to me. I'm going to give you this crystal for connections. Wow. Some of my best friends I've gifted crystals to. Like I know one of my friends, I gifted her rose quartz. If you're trying to make that lifelong connection with someone, (laughs) get them them a crystal. (laughs) You guys could send me crystals. (laughs) I mean, if you think about it, you've already sent me crystals. Oh, yeah, I did. The bracelet. So now you know what's crazy is I send if you purchase something from my website, I put a crystal in all your things. You do. Because before we became friends, (laughs) I remember getting something. uh, I think it was your deck or something, but I got a crystal in it, too. But yeah, you, you got me that bracelet. The, wow, I'm a good friend. <laughs> so have you I, ever purchased? I, I gotta return. The, I gotta return the favor, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have to think of a crystal now to send you. <laughs> Remember, just whatever you feel drawn to. It's like making up a name for a pet. Like it takes me a while to pick a crystal for a person. Oh, you're so sensitive. Yes, you're you're so cute. Okay, well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of crystals and Reiki. If you guys have questions on it. You know how to get in contact with us. Appreciate you guys for tuning in and all of our episodes. We will be having a surprise episode for you guys coming up soon. Yes. <laughs> and just so you guys know, we are in of splitting the, the, the episodes into seasons. So we're close to the end of the first season. We have like 10, 11 episodes that we've been doing. So we're going to take a short break coming up soon and then we'll be back on. So Yes. Reach out, send us love. We send you guys love. Close this out with sending you guys all love and light. And we are out this mofo. Good vibes, stick the inside the minds of psychic mamas. Good vibes, stick the inside the minds of psychic mamas. Psychic mamas. Your favorite psychic mama. Psychic mama. Your favorite psychic mama.